army where you shoot them a mile away. You gotta get up close like this. Bada bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. This will I kidding? Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it. Know it. Live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. Are you a planet farker? This is Live at Five, Live at Five, yeah. Live oh, at Five. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Welcome to the uh, Live at Five show. We've got an in-studio guest. Uh, Joel Bartlett is, is with us today. What a town, a town supervisor. The town of What a town, town supervisor. With the big news from last Thursday's press conference. <clears throat> which, by the way, yours truly did not attend. Um, so I'll ask for Joel's apologies for that. That was last. <coughs> I want an apology, Senator. That was last Thursday, Thursday morning, and I believe they had another gathering at night. But I failed to go to that one too. Was there another? Was there was there two events, Joel? I can't remember now. Actually, there were three during the course of the day. Okay. Uh, from ten o'clock until till noon, mm-hmm. uh, we invited uh, a number of folks that, that came from uh, Jefferson County. Yeah. Uh, the, the Chamber of Commerce. Uh, BOCES, JCC, mm-hmm. uh, a number of civic organizations had representatives there, and some members of the public were there invited for that session. That was uh, briefly just to introduce mm-hmm. the coach to the uh, people, the, the folks that live in the area, right. and get familiar with with Coach Sherman. At uh, 1 o'clock until 4 o'clock, we had a, a, a press session mm-hmm. where all the media came in from, uh, they would cover all the way from uh, South of Albany, all the way up to Plattsburgh. Really, interesting. Had, had, had a big media event, and each uh, representative of the respective media outlets had an opportunity to sit down with the coach one on one and and uh, do an interview. And then at night, we had the some local uh, civic groups in sporting sporting groups in, right? Uh, just to let the let the folks know that the coach is, is a really swell guy, and he's. Mm-hmm. Uh, his heart is is solely directed at youth and youth development, mm-hmm. and uh, let them know that they're here to work with the community. Too, and and to they want to be a part of the community. They're True. not here to cannibalize any no, ongoing uh, venue provider or mm-hmm. any any group. <clears throat> so it was it, it was that was a great day Thursday and then Friday morning. We had an opportunity, to, and we're very grateful. We had an opportunity to uh, sit down with Senator Walzik and Assemblyman Gray, nice. and representatives from <clears throat> Stefanik's office. Uh, and some uh, other local politicians, and it was that was a very good good meeting we had with them. Mm, good. <clears throat> so, and I didn't preface this because I just always go in on the assumption that when I hear when I have Joel Bartlett in the room, we're talking about the town of Watertown. Uh, but in addition to that, the biggest news in, in probably ever. I mean, we yes, don't get me wrong. You had the mall back in the late '80s. You've had construction since then, core, all types of development, particularly off Arsenal Street. Uh, you know, the town of Watertown has done very, very well, Joel, in the last 30 years. But now, about this time, well, it wasn't, well, but in, over the summer, you came into the studio, and you were very, very optimistic about this. There were some naysayers 
But uh, now it looks like Coach Sherman, obviously he's intrigued with the area. He likes what he sees. But he's got to make money here. I mean, that's the whole idea behind this. That's There's right. not one taxpayer's dollar uh, uh, needed for all this. So here it is, seven, eight months later after you were here last. Looks like this is going to happen after all, Joel. We are, we are, we are cautiously optimistic. Well, uh, when they come up yes. here like that with a big press conference, and I know anything can happen, even yeah. when they break ground, crazier stuff has happened. That's a pretty good sign, though, right, Joel? Oh, that's an excellent sign. Normally what we're facing right now, we, there, are, there are several financing plans to getting this project done. Uh, right now, they're monitoring the, inf- the uh, inflation and mm-hmm. the bond rates, which are terribly high. Mm-hmm. But we have uh, other programs, financing programs, that are going to be implemented to get this project done. Cool. Uh, it, anything to do with the, uh, the that bank uh, that just collapsed out there in uh, Silicon Valley? <laughs> no. SVC, whatever, whatever bank that was. No. Good. Uh, because they obviously have been in the news for the wrong reasons. I've never seen a run on a bank before, but that's all got the ma- that's got the makings of one right now. No, I hear there's a second one. That's, that's yeah, a second one, and maybe even a th- I heard a third one in New York City, which is kind of like a satellite office right. of of something out west. But right. hey, when when rich people play with money, per- particularly these days, and interest rates and and Bitcoin and all that other stuff, anything is possible. That's true. All right, so uh, let's just go back to the. Act- I mean, all I've seen. Uh, again, I missed all three events last Thursday, but the average person who's seen anything to do with this sees this a huge, what looks to be a, uh, this, this. it's almost like a stadium fit for like a football stadium. It's $82, 84000000 million is the guesstimation behind all this. That's uh, today's figures, yes. The, the one th- th- uh, thing that I mentioned right on this show or the hotline show, one or the other, last week was the developers at this point looked at the YMCA Aquatic Center downtown and said, well, we don't need a pool here. So that, that, was, that was the decision made, which leads me to believe that this is going to happen if they're starting, starting to look at the, the landscape of things, Joel. Yeah, they look at the landscape and the effect of what their, their uh, project will bring to the area. And uh, they withdrew the section that was aquatic at, at right. this center in deference to the Y because uh, they had known that, uh, that the Y was pursuing a lot of funding sure. sources. Sure. Uh, so they took that equation right out. Does that take does that take a lot of money out of the overall project when you take a pool out like that? Probably what 30, 30 not maybe thirty, but probably at least ten million dollars to build a pool out there. No, I'm not really sure on the exact cost. Whatever, what, normally what they do, they will put in a true uh, Olympic competition size sure. pools. Uh, there could be could have been one or two of them. But uh, that was gone from the program before I got my eyes on it. Okay. I, 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 you know what? I don't see a reason for I mean, it, it, the more the merrier, obviously. But, you know, just the fact that there's going to be something that would provide all types of things. Where Let me just ask you, and I, th- I believe I asked you the same question over the summer, Joel. Uh, you can literally have like a lacrosse event indoors while having a concert in the same in a facility. That's how big this place is. Is it's, that possible? It's, it's truly multi-purpose. You're correct. Uh, one end you could have an intercollegiate track and field meet. On the other end, you could have a high school football game, high school tournament football activity. Uh, right. Collegiate uh, football is a regulation football field. That's amazing. Uh, plus practice field on the same end. Right. And then uh, the other end is has the uh, accommodations for uh, collegiate track and field. Yeah, yeah. Well, it sounds like Madison Square Garden's coming. Look at someone's calling Joel right now. <laughs> The deal is off. No, just kidding. No. You're on the wrong show. That's New York. He's a half hour late. <laughs> <laughs> well, fascinating stuff. So, um, when we when, again, when I looked at the renderings, the drawings, and whatnot, they look comparable to what the Buffalo's got going up there uh, in in um, you know in the Buffalo area for the Buffalo Bills. Obviously, that's not the case. But at the end of the day, you know, we, we haven't seen anything of this size at all in this county 
ever, Joel. This no. will be the biggest. This is this is the biggest uh, uh, project like this to meet the needs right. that are required here. And 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 believe me, there has been. Uh, a thorough study done on the feasibility, market analysis, right. and economic impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've, we've, over the course of the last several years, hired the best companies in the country you can find to do this work. Right. The Oakview Group and MS2 Sports right now have, uh, Oakview Group has over $15 billion in ongoing construction. Nice. They're, they're constructing facilities in England, India, hmm. uh, Phoenix, Arizona, Seattle, uh, and even in Montana, one is similar to this facility. Right, right. And there is a similar facility outside Albany. Is that correct, Joel? Uh, I'm not too... I don't travel around a lot. I'm lucky if I can get to Burville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I no, I thought there was one in New York State, but there are other similar facilities. I know that there's... I believe there's one in Springfield in Massachusetts. Okay, oh, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. It's not too far. And, uh, it's, but this is unique. The, the whole thing was... The concept, uh, it was designed to meet a lot of different needs. right. And, and, and fill a lot of vacant spaces we have sure. it's when it comes to youth tourism mm-hmm. and, and things of that. And it's, it's sports tourism, mm-hmm. uh, getting people to come here. I, I don't know, most people don't realize that uh, a lot of people have their children in traveling uh, sports leagues. Mm-hmm. And they travel three and four nights a week in some instances sure, sure. to Syracuse and back. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, or even farther, depending on which sport you're involved with. Mm-hmm. But that's going to consolidate that here. Instead of all of that money and all that revenue that these people spend going out of the area, sure. it, we're bringing people from out of this area sure. in. Yeah. 305,000 visits a year mm-hmm. to this facility. So uh, knowing that, I mean, you know, for instance, uh, a lot of uh, organizations and uh, sports uh, uh, organizations, including, say, for instance, like the NFL, this is an extreme example. But you know, you, you can't have a Super Bowl in any given city because if you don't have accommodations like hotel space and whatnot, uh, have they calculated that as well, knowing how many people would come here at any given time? Say if there's an event that would attract at least 5,000 people within the same weekend, can we, take it, can we take that on, Joel? We have hard numbers on that, and the facility in the area right now uh, will be capitalizing on 93,000 additional overnight stays that are, that are attributed to the 305,000 visitors. Right. That, that's new people that are coming here and are going to be staying overnight in area hotels. Sure. The vacancy rate during the uh, shoulder months from October to April mm-hmm. is, is going to be uh, diminished greatly. Well, that's nice. So, again, not to be uh, uh, the, uh, Debbie Downer here, but I'm just going to ask you some constructive sure. questions because, sure. you know, right now, without even talking about high interest rates and whatnot and all that other stuff as far as building project is concerned, that's something for another day. But I'm just also just, you know, we got a $15 million arena that we just uh, fixed basically seven, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And it loses upwards of 500000 to a, 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 $500, a million a year. Uh, a different ball, ball of wax here. It is an event. It's a venue. But uh, so often municipal venues, they're there for the quality of life. They're there to bring in people so that hotel rooms can be filled, gas could be delivered, so forth and so on. Restaurants are packed and whatnot. So there is a write-off or, you know, in, 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 in many cases, it actually exceeds the money's lost in a facility like that. In, in, a, in a case like what we're talking about here with this new place going past BOCES on Route 3, that's a much, much bigger venue, meaning does, does that create the potential to lose even more money on a yearly basis? How do they make money on this, I guess, is what I'm asking, Joel. How, does, how do the, the investors make exactly. money on this? Exactly, yeah. Uh, number one is through programming. Okay. Uh, they don't uh, uh, gather up or chew up existing programs that are here. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, they allow certain venues like the fairgrounds you mentioned to expand sure. uh, use of their facility. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you know, a lot of people can't find ice time there. No, of that's course, true. everybody wants to skate at primetime hours, four to, four to eight. Right, right, yeah, sure. Uh, what this does, that, what this is going to allow the, the uh, ice arena and the management there to open up, e- either open up or extend their ice mm-hmm. time that they have mm-hmm. or shrink it down. Or, or be more flexible in, in, in how they operate the facility. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know when the, uh, the the investment group comes in, they organize their own tournaments. In other words, they don't say, we'll build it, hoping that people will come. Right, right, it's right. It's all programmed Interesting. Out. Gotcha. That's what you're saying. So these guys, in essence, will, they're their own leagues, so to speak. They're their own leagues. Right, right, right. So they, they have the league. They just need the venue. And once and once they build it, people will come, essentially. That's correct. Uh, Coach Sherman uh, and, and Bill Collette, who is the uh, uh, president of MS2 Sports, they own the uh, Cape Cod Seahawks as a yeah. uh, hockey team in mm-hmm. a hockey league, mm-hmm. and they're going to expand, take the experience they've had there from Cape Cod, and move and move some of that over to this venue here. Huh. Do this, they want to buy the, the Wolves in no, this market area? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is, this is no, in no way going to have any effect on the Wolves or right, any right. any contract deal that the city might have with mm-hmm. with uh, the football, red and black, or anything else. So. The only aspect that this will add to those programs mm-hmm. will be offering off season. Uh, springtime uh, and uh, training sessions nice. with full batting cages. Mm-hmm. Uh, those things are amazing. Now there's yeah. there's not just a guy throwing a ball at you anymore. It's all computerized. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, with football so, as well. It, yeah. So it's gonna it's gonna make our athletic teams around here hopefully make them better than they already are. Yeah, they are again. Uh, so we'll go over the logistics, but this also includes like you know a football field that could be used for football, soccer, and lacrosse. And lacrosse, yes. And, and, and was that one field or how many fields would that would this That's place come? That's one indoor turf field. Actually, there's two. There's a practice field. On the end of it, and uh, that's one regulation size football. Wow, field. wow! You, you can play an entire, for lack of a better, sure. uh, I, I don't want to give anybody any, any ideas, but mm-hmm. the Red and Black could play one of their football games. Right, there. right, right, right. Or high school football. Uh, we've constructed it to meet regulation size, and mm-hmm. you know whatever is directed by whatever leagues mm-hmm. you have to have, and you have to have a professionally sized football field or mm-hmm. lacrosse field. Uh, the ceiling height is uh, is. Uh, uh, looked into a lot with these things because sometimes they'll build ceilings ceilings too low. And right, but this, this has an 85 interior peak. Wow, 85 feet. And the rooftop. It, it, I look at it on the illustrations without actually knowing entirely. Is it is it an inflatable type of? Uh, how is that supported? Uh, we had originally looked at some with the, the inflatable dome roofs, right, like the old uh, carrier dome. We have moved away from that. Good, good. Uh, Too much snow. Expenses. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you can. Those can be designed and constructed to hold up to like 70, 80 pounds a foot. Wow. Uh, uh, hmm. But this, they've they've changed the design on this, and what the idea was was the price of steel has gone through the roof. Mm-hmm. So they changed the whole roofing design on it. Uh, a company called Horizon, hmm. out of Kansas City, is uh, going to be installing the roof on it. It's a steel structure with a with the uh, 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 all I can think of is canvas, but it's a, a right. it's an overlay on it, right. insulated and translucent so sunlight gets through it. That's awesome. And you can regulate the you can regulate the use of, of lights. You mm-hmm. don't have to have the lights on all the time because mm-hmm. during the day hours, mm-hmm. this, the stadium portion of it will light up by itself. Mm-hmm. The same on the other end of it for the, the uh, collegiate track and field, mm-hmm. basketball, 
uh, tennis and things of that nature on the other and same type of roofing. So when you look at a, a building like this, is, is it just one self-standing structure and every, it's kind of like a big perimeter? It's got, it's got like you, you mentioned, the, uh, the Space Age rooftop and whatnot, but then it's all broken down to like false walls between everything and, and from that point going forward, Joel? Uh, the, I think the easiest way to, to uh, I'm trying to paint the picture of it in my mind here mm-hmm. again, uh, like I said, the football field on one end of it, seating 3,500. That is connected along one side to an interior uh, corridor, not sure. a corridor, but it's like 200 feet wide. Mm. Within that, uh, at the bottom level, there are locker rooms and things of that nature, kiosks, setups. Uh, upstairs in the second second floor of that, uh, rest, a full-service restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. uh, some other items in there that will keep kids and, 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 and parents, for that matter, sure. occupied. On the other end, uh, same type of roofing. But that that would hold hold uh, three basketball courts, a number mm-hmm. of tennis courts, mm-hmm. uh, pickleball, uh, large enough um, setting for pickleball where you could run state and international sure, tournaments. Sure, that. That's sure. the fastest growing sport in the country. Is yeah. pickleball. I thought cornhole was, but you're probably yeah. right. <laughs> there are, there are, I'm sure if there's any if there's anything that uh, the public would want to use, they have it here. Yeah. Uh, we're talking uh, in uh, before I get off on that. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 the ice component is in a separate building across the road. You did mention that. Yeah, sorry, exactly. Yeah, so that's, it would be that's two, its own standalone building. And that's necessary because it has to be controlled by temperature, I'm assuming. Uh, it's all controlled by geothermal. We're putting in geothermal heating. Is that year-round? Yes. Is it? Wow. That's the year-round ice. And they've added, to that's the, impressive. they've added to the ice component of it. They're uh, going to be installing a practice rink with with the two full sheets of ice. That's incredible. Year-round. We already have some phone calls. i got so many questions to ask you, Joel. Put your headsets on. Let's go to the phones. Uh, you're on the uh, Live at Five show. You have a question for Joel? Well, I just want to say a couple of words and then a question. By First all means. All, I, want to, I want to thank Joel for the last 10 years trying to put this together. Yeah. I want to thank the Y for what they're doing. When you hear people poo-poo this situation, they don't understand anything about what goes on with the sports in the North Country. They've never been to... A lacrosse tournament with 150 teams, and there's no room for them. A soccer tournament with 150 teams. Wrestling tournaments all winter, and we really don't have a spot spot for them. And like he said, the ice time is little or nothing. The Y at the fairgrounds has outgrown the building. Mm. You go every Saturday and Sunday. Mm. And you cannot walk in that place. Hmm. Lacrosse can't get any time in that place. I'm involved with that with my son and my grandsons. And he said you've got to put in, for lacrosse, you've got to put in almost a year ahead of time hmm. to have a tournament. Soccer takes up the, the uh, field inside, and they have children's uh, stuff going on. I was down there Saturday. Mm-hmm. You can't walk through the place. You can't get a parking place. Mm-hmm. I was parked on the road going towards Leo's restaurant. Mm-hmm. That's how many people are there. It is outgrown its, its building. But I just wanted to thank uh, Joel for that. And, Joel, do you think, um, you know how, like, these cities have uh, the pros come and practice? You know, like yes. the Buffalo goes to Rochester mm-hmm. and things like that. You think we could get, uh, like, Syracuse to come up and practice football, basketball, maybe have uh, one of the pro teams come up for a week, and things like that 
you know, not including all the shows that you'll get. You'll be able to see enough people now to pay for a good show, where when you only have seating for 2000 it's pretty pretty tough for the uh, city to, to get a good show for a lot of money. That's true. But again, thanks, Joel. I really appreciate it. And um, I hope everything goes good. Thanks. Well, there you go. Well, thank you. We're moving <clears throat> forward. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the the programming that the, the developers uh, put in place, uh, the academies and the and the schooling, right. uh, the clinics that they put on, hmm. uh, they usually would last in around around a week in duration. Mm-hmm. Each one. So if you had a football clinic going on. They will bring in people like Brett Favre nice. uh, to give the class, give the clinic. It's huge. Uh, same thing goes, they'll have professional soccer mm-hmm. lacrosse players mm-hmm. here uh, to give the kids guidance. Right. Uh, the same with in football, uh, this enormous, uh, the, amount of, the amount of people that Coach Sherman knows being in the NFL for sure. a number of years as he was. Sure. But uh, it's a very exciting time for these camps and clinics. Mm-hmm. Uh Sportsifications, they call them now, is one of the fastest growing tourism industries in the world. Interesting. And uh, we're bringing all these people here from out of the area that are going to be participating in the camps, mm-hmm. clinics, and tournaments. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's, it should be noted that people say, well, there's not enough money here locally to pay for this project. They are correct. My, yeah, yeah, they're right. The revenue stream that is, that is envisioned for this is local. Mm-hmm. Amounts to only 28% of the total revenue that's coming in. Hmm. It's a big portion. Interesting. And, yeah, it's, it and it's much needed. Right. And uh, there's no cost to the taxpayers, as, as I've said. And I've, I've heard a couple of folks say that, well, my tax, state tax dollars... Uh, we'll pay for this. What if I don't want it? Right. Well, and my answer to that would be uh, very politely that well, mm-hmm. I pay state taxes as well, mm-hmm. and I would uh, like to see my state to- state tax dollar investment spent right here in sure. this area. Why not the Thousand Islands region? Right. Exactly. Instead of New York City. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's not built here, it's going to be built somewhere else. Right. And I think we're very fortunate to have the people like like uh, Coach Sherman and. Uh, Hank Abate from the Oakview Group, really, really interested in this area. Well, that's awesome. We've got another call here. Looks like a lot of people are interested, needless to say, Joel. Hi, you're on the Live at Five show. Is this deal fully funded? Yeah, uh, Yes, it is, Donnie. Is that correct, Joel? Uh, uh, when are they going to break ground? All right, thanks, Donnie. All right, Donnie's. It is not fully I think he's funded asked. at this point yet. We have applications. Well, I thought he was asking. Yeah, not funded yet, but not tax dollars. Sorry. There's, there's no tax dollars. Right. We are we are putting in a request for state dollars now. The the number that floats around a lot is twenty three million dollar ask from the state. Right. Now that is confusing because a portion of that uh, we're going to be requesting from the federal government. Right. We're we're working the the federal government politicians uh, as we speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just finished up with the state. Uh, we got a little bit more work to do with them, but the, the state uh, leaders that we have in Albany mm-hmm. uh, are very supportive of this project. Mm-hmm. And uh, indications have come back to, to me and, and to the members of the investment team that mm-hmm. uh, the federal side is looking really well as well. Nice. Senator Schumer's office is aware. Gillibrand's office is aware. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stefanik's and and Tenney's. Uh, and they, they obviously they look into you know they they vet these developers and whatnot. This isn't isn't just some fly by night organization. So they look at the history. And you wouldn't be surprised if they did, especially in this crazy world. So, you know, a lot of people, particularly on the state level and or federal level, are looking at this as a win-win for everybody. 
Uh, but as long as no dollars come out of anyone's pocket locally, because people always, Joel, ask that question. Yep. Proximity to Canada, what, what type of significance does that have yeah, anything a big, to do with this? It has a huge significance. The market area that's been, uh, that's been derived from all the information that we've gathered over the last four years, right. indicate the mar- our market area runs all the way from north of Ottawa mm-hmm. to just south of Cortland. That's incredible. That's a, and there's over four. That's million, over 300, at least 300, maybe 400 miles right there. There are over four million people in that area, and it's hard for people to grasp that. Right. Just when you when you look just at, at Watertown, mm-hmm. you know, I've always asked people in Watertown that might say, "Well, we we don't want this, we don't need this, we do need this." Right. Any state dollar that is invested in this from the governor's office, there's a tenfold return on it mm. for, for every dollar. Mm. It could it could bring in. Let's say if you wanted 10, 10 million, that'd be $100 million return to the state of New York. Wow, incredible. Just in sales tax revenue and uh, uh, occupancy rate, re- occupancy tax revenue. So when you're talking about leagues, huh. you, you basically, correct me if I'm wrong, are we talking about a demographic of anywhere between 12-year-old kids up until college kids into their 20s? Are we focused on when you talk about programs and leagues? Is that who we're talking about? And what 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 about adults and how uh, older adults, for that matter, and for that matter, in their 30s on, how can they benefit from something like this? Well, it, and if, it, if, to answer your question, start out with they're starting with smaller children. Okay, gotcha. And bringing them through soccer, across training. Uh, same with ice, mm-hmm. uh, figure skating. Nancy Kerrigan Ice Skating Schools. Nancy would be will be here wow. to give those courses. Nice uh, during the during the. the the uh, week-long mm-hmm. period that she's uh, offers the uh, the clinics, uh, and throughout the years, there's there's constant coaching from small children all the way up through right. uh, high school. Mm. Uh, one of the good things about the program, and I'm not really not too too familiar with it, but the, the coach is really bullish on the STEM program mm. and what is being taught, and what needs to be taught, and who it needs to be taught to. Mm. There are a lot of times and a lot of occasions here where you have single mothers, single fathers raising children. Right. They have nowhere to go in the winter. Right, right, exactly. Look at Fort Drum alone. Every time there's a deployment, there's a father taken away from his family or a mother taken away from his family. Right. we got to keep the kids busy, keep mm-hmm. them off the streets, so, teach them drugs are bad. Right. If you instill that from a low, uh, very young age mm-hmm. all the way up through college, right. up to the point where they leave for college, mm-hmm. uh, you've got them on a much better track and the chances of them not being addicted to anything right. or, or having other social issues pop mm-hmm. up uh, you've basically really helped the cause mm-hmm. in that area mm-hmm. one of the things that they're really big with they offer mentoring mm-hmm. for, as i said uh for uh people in excuse me students that are in school right. grade school right, right on up through high school mm-hmm. they, uh, they have counseling services for people that might have a hard time when their parents are deployed or single parent household uh, they cover the base on what I call the social service aspect of it what can what can be done here that's going to help the kids the coach is very 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 big on, on items like that this is this is what he does it for this is why he does it hmm. I, I, I do know this that whenever I talk to uh, you know like my stepdaughter and the amount of monies that she and her husband spend on, on her two uh, boys is a lot of money and, and, and that has gone up a lot in the last 40 years. When I was in the Little League, you know, yeah, you had some fees here and th- that and whatnot, but not even comparison. So I look at hockey, I look at lacrosse, training, uh, you know, uh, t- just pitching school for a 13-year-old who wants to learn how to throw a spitter. No, just kidding. Mm-hmm. I mean, all these things, that's big money and all that. Oh, yeah. So it seems like that's the, the, the foundation to all of this. When you talk about earlier, uh, Joel, 
about programs and and and, and learning how to how to play and be be a better uh, lacrosse player or soccer player at a young age. People pay big bucks for that, and they will travel upwards of 200 miles to get that type of expertise. Some travel farther, yes. Further than that. Now, you, if you look at the sports tourism industry, the average person, that family that takes their child to a sporting event outside of the area, right. away from their hometown, if they're gone for the weekend, they're spending on average of $317 a day. Wow. Combinations, room board, exactly. meals, uh, restaurant, yeah, uh, sure, entry gas. fees, right, yes, right, or that's it. That's per day. That's right. a lot of money. That's a lot of money. But uh, again, a good big big chunk of that. And again, we're talking about a, a facility that that's going to be over eighty four million dollars. They got to get a big chunk of that uh, of that pie too, Joel, to keep this operation going. Uh, yeah, they well, they do anticipate on making, yeah, yeah. making a profit. <laughs> yes, right, right. I mean, the, so, uh, I, I've asked him, "Gee, can't you can't you do this for nothing?" There's, no, nobody, no, no, nobody's going to do. But it there's anything. there's <laughs> some, there's some marketing involved, uh, and again, because and correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm re- re- reading it right, Joel Bartlett, by the way, town supervisor, of Watertown, town of Watertown, talking about what what comp what are we giving the, are we giving this place a name? What's the name of this complex? That's to be determined yet. Really, uh, the, the Pepsi uh, Arena. The, the old view, <laughs> it, it could be that. It could be. Uh, I know, I know the Oakview Group just finished up a couple of months ago the UBS Arena outside of New York City. Right, where the island of this play, yeah. That's their new home, yes. They, right. That's one of their projects. They're very well known throughout the state and state sure. government. I mean, they, so they, UBS became the... the, the, yeah, the, the they, yeah. they, they sold the naming rights to that. Right. Uh, naming rights will be sold. For now, to, to get it on the map and get the project up and, and, in, and in the minds of people, right. uh, we had the, we named it uh, temporarily on paper yeah. Thousand Islands Event Center. It makes a lot right. of sense. Sure. Sure. Um, could it be like a local business then, like you know, like a dealership and whatnot, or would it have to be like a national brand or something? I think the, the uh, that's oh, uh, JMA uh, Wireless. <laughs> that, uh, it, it could be, yeah. uh, depending on uh, what the, uh, what the corporate groups want to spend. Sure, sure. You know, it's, it'll be a bidding process. They'll take the highest bidder, of course. Sure, sure. But, uh, that's a lot of money. It could be local. Uh, that's a lot of money that yeah, goes yeah. towards this project. Right, right, right. All right, let's go to the phones. Then i got to do a break. We're, we're, this is so in- riveting that i got to do a commercial break here. I forgot to do it. Hi, you're on the uh, Live at Five show with Joel Bartlett. Yeah, hi, Joel. Dan Francis here. Dan Francis. Hi, Dan. How are you? How you doing, old friend? Good, buddy. You talk about somebody being uh, persistent. He's the man. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> he's, been, he's been at this for uh, well over 20 years At now. least, yeah. And he, uh, I'm like a fly at a picnic table. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Swatted away. Across the field, he had a vision and an idea that people thought, well, no, that's not going to fly. But it is going to fly, and it's coming in. You just answered the question. I Actually, while I was waiting on you to pick up the phone there, Glenn, I was going to ask you, did it have a did it have an official name yet? So you kind of said that it did, but is that going to be the official name? No, no, that's the, what the that's a temporary yeah. event center. No, that's that's temporary, just to get bring it to the public's attention of what the project was. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, uh, yeah, are there some other names out there floating around just uh, just for information? I'm wondering. Well, I, that is, not, I'm not privy to any of that, Dan. That's all done at the corporate level in, in Oakview and MS2 Sports. They're they're going to be responsible, and it's their obligation to sell the naming rights. Hmm. Now, it, it, that that could be uh, in, Brett Favre into, Arena, into, you know, five million. <laughs> Seven million, ten million. I hope it's something very catchy that people can really uh, yes sign on to and and uh, and market with uh, with you and everybody else. But anyway, I just want to say yeah, that's uh, true. You know, good luck with that thing. And, and I like the way you explained everything a few minutes ago. Yeah, well, and thank that you. That was my only question. If it has an official name yet, but we'll be waiting for that. That's awesome. Thank you, uh, Danny. Thanks, Danny. That's Danny Francis. Yeah, uh, JMA Wireless doesn't have a that's Carrier Dome. Carrier Dome. I'm going to call it the Carrier, just like get you know, a. 
the Tappan Zee Bridge. I still can't call it the the uh, Andrew Cuomo Bridge. In fact, they're, they're thinking about changing that. Listen, i got to do a break, Joel. Joel Bartlett here talking about big things in the town of Watertown. We'll be back after this. Hey, North Country. It's me, Leela Fade from FX. Nice. Dad, no. Did you know that the Clayton Opera House has a beautiful ballroom and performance hall that are both available to rent? Either space may be transformed into your vision for your special occasion or celebration. Weddings, corporate parties, school dances, business meetings, performances, any other large or small gatherings. For more information, go to our website, ClaytonOperaHouse.com. The Clayton Opera House, your year-round entertainment destination. We're with uh, Joe Bartlett here, just to give everyone a little bit of the Ultimate Events Center for Cape Cod and the Islands. Uh, this is just to give you an idea. Uh, this once again, this there's two companies. Joe, what are the two? What are the two companies again? Two, uh, two, something for something music, or whatever. Or, what is that again? MS2. What does that stand for? Mike Sherman Sports. Dice yes. right in front of me. Yep. Uh, so headquartered in uh, Barnstable, uh, Mar- uh, Massachusetts, Mike Sherman Sports was founded by Mike Sherman, the coach, former coach of the uh, Pat- Green Bay Packers, and uh, he's also a general manager, and also Texas A&M. The purpose of, the, of MS2 is creating, owning, operating, and managing sports and recreation training programs, camps, clinics, tournaments, scouting combines, and other special events across the youth, scholastic, junior, collegiate, and professional levels. Coach Sherman's unparalleled relationships with and access to leading active and former star players, coaches, and support personnel from all sports allows MS2 to deliver high attractive training, skill development, and special programs for athletes at all levels. So there you have it right there. When you talked about programs, I'm thinking, oh, they have programs. But this is all pretty much you know, built into whenever they, when they when you put the structure up, in essence, it, all that is built into everything that we're talking about, Joel. It's, it's all built around the, the vision that Coach Sherman had and what you just read. Right. It's too much for me to remember all of that. No, no, that's right. <laughs> so that's good because instead of like, uh, oh, let's build and see what happens, yeah. we're going to build it already knowing what's going to happen. Exactly. So, exactly. But, so it keeps on coming back to, you know, just like, just like uh, you know, the, the Godfather says, why do you come to me? Why do you come to me with an $84 million uh, uh, program that's pre-built, uh, that has all these connections? Why, why wouldn't you want to build this down at Skinny Atlas where all the la-di-dahs are right in the center of, uh, of New York? Why is that, you know? One of the, one of the uh, well, it's not a secret because Coach Sherman exposed it to the media and some of the folks that were at the, the uh, sessions that we had right. last week. Uh, they look for market areas that already have a destination. Mm-hmm. We have the Thousand Islands. Yes, we do. But it's seasonal. Mm-hmm. This is going to make the Thousand Islands region. Mm-hmm. This is why we entitled the put the concept building under Thousand Islands sure. Event Center. Yeah, right. It's going Mass to, appeal. It's, it's going to be a year-round destination now, not mm-hmm. just not just for the summer months. Right, right. The winter months is when mm-hmm. we need the help. Right. Well, I think it, I think it helped because the only reason why, well, many reasons why you build an arena, particularly around here, is because you got eight months where you can't go outdoors and do True. stuff. That's why there's always been conflict with respects to the arena until they put in the, a decent amount of money seven, eight years ago. Uh-huh. However, that said, uh, the design did not, repeat, did not include any type of flooring 
that would go over the existing ice rink and where you could do other events throughout the year. So once the ice goes down, like a week after Labor Day, mm-hmm. we lose it through April. So right. all of a sudden you have an arena, but really you don't, Joel. In this case, you have a multi-purpose arena 365 days a right. year. It is constructed to do just what fits the programs. I guess the big key and here. And the th- yeah. good thing I've worried about it is, a, is multi-purpose. You can switch out basketball right. For, right. for wrestling yeah. uh, and wrestling stations, things of that nature. It's all interchangeable and all programmed. Yes. You, you can't do like a monster truck show there, could you? You could, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you could. Uh, Has that been discussed? Uh, uh I believe in one other area where they operate, they do have those. Okay. Now, I, I'm working on a couple other angles for, for, for motorsports entertainment there. I was going to say you could do like a, a dirt race indoors, but then obviously that would have to be, you know, they, they would have to have some type of air system that would, that would purge all that carbon monoxide poisoning out of there. Uh, so, so anyway, so that, that's interesting. I, so, like the, I like the idea of trying to attract the, uh, the midget. Yeah, the, the series race. here. Yeah, and yeah. do and you do it. They actually they race around the outside perimeter. Yeah, uh, boards are taken out of a hockey arena, and they're, they're, a lap is about seven and a half seconds. Are those are those, are those the uh, like the uh, the super sprints or the actual go karts? They look like the Oswego uh, super oh, right. modified. Okay. Yeah, right. But they have the engine outside of the vehicle. Those it's, are big. Okay, so the, those are huge. Yeah. Uh, and they also have dirt racing out in the Midwest. It's called the Chili Bowl. Yeah. out in Tulsa or something or other. Yeah, I don't That's think indoors. I, don't, I don't think you see anything to that to that grandiose here. Yeah, uh, I think the, the midget anything you can run. In, you know, they put the Coke syrup down on the floor. Right, and, uh, and anything that's into anything that's powered more than these midget cars sure. would be. Uh, Kind of a stretch to get sure, it inside, sure. but but for the most part, it, I mean, literally, we're talking about a, a, something that's driven by sports. Yes, this this would be uh, you know the sports complex for the Thousand Islands. Whoever names who has the naming rights and whatnot uh, is is yet to be seen. Uh, you're pretty now, Joel. I asked you this over the summer. Some naysayers said, "Oh, I believe it when I see it." Um, they had a big press conference here. They had three meetings. They met up with uh, personnel from all the respective state legislators and federal legislators. That's, that's a pretty good sign right there, Joel. It sure is. I mean, uh, they wouldn't come up here just, just for the heck of it. No. Uh, they're getting the land cheap. That, that, that might be a, a, a good uh, enough reason, too. But I can't comment you can't. on it. <laughs> because the, the, land, the land is under the control of owned and operated by the uh, Thousand Islands Local Development Corporation. Gotcha, gotcha. Air conditioned? Will this be air conditioned? Oh, 100%. It's all, it's all climate control. All climate control. And, and, and if, if I were to, okay, here, let me ask you this. I look at a big, big building around here, right? And you look at, uh, let's look at a box store. Let's look at uh, Walmart, a super Walmart. How, how much bigger than a super Walmart would this complex be? I, I hate to put you on the spot, Joel. If that is, is, I mean, it's much seven taller. Time, seven times as large seven as, times a, as, as large. a Kmart, maybe. Right. Eight times. That's just the, the main building component. The ice component is, is a 95,000 square foot sure. component across the road. Right. And the parking, uh, parking lots, and that, that's going to cost at least a cool two, three million to build all that. Yeah. Will they have a double tier parking lot, considering a lot of people are going to be there at any given time, or do they have enough to accommodate it? We're working as we speak with with the county people, our, our county representatives, on on getting involved with the countywide busing system that they want right. to uh, institute. Right. Uh, we're working. I'm working with several uh, individuals that want to start up chartering services to sure. charter from people from the mall or downtown mm-hmm. or or vice versa, uh, and uh, Parking is not going to be an issue. We've uh, acquired, we're going to have acquired 
very, very shortly, a lease agreement with BOCES mm-hmm. for 15 acres of land to take on the, the ancillary Because it's right next door. It all, it's all right together. Right yes. there, yeah, right. Uh, we've also, we're going to be working with the town of Houndsfield. Uh, there's some property there that the ice component is going to be built on. Right. Uh, 2,500 to 3,000 vehicles, you know, space for that. Nice. Uh, and you have to include in that extra space on the back of the building for tractor trailers unloading. I think there's three three docks, three bays there nice. for tractor trailers to back in and mm-hmm. unload it. So, Concerts as well? Oh, yeah. Seating for 9000 So what the gentleman was talking about earlier, and it makes a lot of sense, is that we are limited here. We have the arena. Right. It could fit maybe 2,000 people. Um, I think they can get 3,000 3,000. And it's got air conditioning, needless to say. But here's the deal. If you, like you said, if you had something that could double that, so let's just say 6000 you can cut down the cost of each individual ticket. That's correct. Uh, you're not going to walk out of the door and say, well, we're going to make just as much. We're going to have more people. Uh, you know, you do want more people. It would make more sense because, you know, uh, you know the DPIO, they got to make their money back and then some for, the, for their cause. So they're limited to the amount of ticket sales. In this case, um, you know, that, that would offer a lot more money opportunities at a lesser price. Yes, it would. Uh, as I, I, I don't know if I mentioned it a little bit earlier, but uh, DPAO is going to be partnering with Live Nation. Mm-hmm. Now, Live Nation has a minimum standard amount of seating you have to have for them to even come in and consider using your venue. Mm-hmm. That's 6,500. This has 9,000 capacity. Nice. And is, are these just interchangeable parts? Are these like are bleachers that are just put against the wall and brought out? Or how does the, that work? It's, uh, the coach is adamant on this point. Yeah. He hates sitting on bleachers and watching anybody play anything. Well, I agree with so him. So these will all have retractable stadium seating. Right, with the foldable seats that are built right in. Yeah. That makes a heck of a lot of sense. It's much more expensive, but it's much more comfortable. Is, yeah, and they probably last a lot longer, too, that well, way. Sure. Plus, they're not going to be exposed to the elements or the right. sun or anything, so they'll last forever. They're probably made of hard plastic like they normally are. Big question, who's going to provide all the water to, to all this? Is the town or the city going to help out here? We purchased the town, any, any of our water. We have six water and six sewer districts in the town of Watertown. We purchased those services from the city. Gotcha. city makes money on this for no investment whatsoever. Really? Extra sales tax revenue mm-hmm. comes to the city. Mm-hmm. Extra uh, occupancy or bed tax revenue comes to the city. Right. They get uh, the opportunity to sell more water and sewer services. Right, right. Uh, more, than, more than makes up for what we lost when the prison closed down. That's a very good point. But in, in as far as you know, piping and whatnot to, to, and, and, and the sewage and the water, what, what needs to be done there? Do the municipalities have to look at that, or is that all part of the whole package? That's part of the package, and the town is, is, is now, as we speak, it goes out to bid, I believe, Friday. Uh, we have two water and sewer projects hmm. on Arsenal Street and Coffeen Street area right. that extends water and sewer service to this facility site, mm-hmm. and also it expands the districts that are currently in existence, uh, mm-hmm. and, it, and it provides water and sewer service to lots that could be developed if they had water and sewer service. What about green? I mean, because of the woke nation that we're in mm-hmm. right now. I Good mean, question. Yeah, yeah. What are they going to have, like uh, uh, solar panels all over the place in this property? Uh, no, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. This building is 60% LEED certified. It's, it's silver mm-hmm. certified LEEDs. Uh, we're going to be working with Ari Accutan, who is uh, the owner of Convault. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to purchase the solar panels needed right from him. A mile away. Hmm. Uh, in the interim, until he gets it up and running, uh, they have a company in Thailand that can get the, the solar panels here because hmm. uh, it takes around ten months to construct this facility, mm-hmm. turnkey, which is really? remarkable. Yeah, yeah. You know, they have a crew that comes in. Uh, Lachaise Construction out of Rochester has worked with the 
with the, the Oakview Group on a number of, of facilities throughout mm. the state of New York. They're well known, right. uh, and, uh, and uh, they do a great job. They bring in 225, 230 uh, people, right? Plus, they're hiring local people for this project. Good. Uh, that 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 always helps. Are yeah. we talking about union union uh, jobs here? I mean, not that I, you know, I, I, I bring that up because mm -hmm. typically that's and whenever there's a construction site, it turns into an episode of The Sopranos or something. So. So if, there are local uh, opportunities here. Well, certainly, if we are successful in getting any state funding or federal funding, I'm sure there'll be uh, a, a clause there that insists that the prevailing wage. So subcontractors like Purcell and whatnot might, yep. or Lundy for that matter, might be involved in something like this. It could be very well. well good. Yes. I, I mean, again, Joe, that's 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 great. Yeah. I mean, when you talk about the future of Watertown, and you talk about a, 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 you know a, a, a sporting event center like this that can train the next Pele or the next Mike Powell. The, Powell Brothers, uh, do you yeah. want? Maybe we can put their names on this uh, uh, this project. That's all. <laughs> that's all negotiated with the Oakview Group. Yeah, no, I understand. <laughs> but you know, you, you certainly got one sports company. You know, when you talk about bringing someone like Brett Favre here, uh, and, and and just Nate rattle off, you know, like Steve Garvey pops up and learn, yep. teaches you how to be a first baseman with hairy arms. But then, if you're going to have a lacrosse expert, you already have peop experts right here. You have in, people in the, that work for MS2 now. Yeah, yes. yeah. So you know, you have that big, big turn. He does work for MS. I didn't know that. Paul, Paul does work for no, MS2? No, no, no. Paul does. Oh, okay, gotcha. But th he should, right? Because he's he, he, he is the the, the, uh, the the Bob McCready of his sport, for That's crying true. out loud. That's he's true. the Brett Favre of lacrosse. Yes, they just is. retired his number, for crying out loud. That's true. So anyway, they're just giving Maybe a plug. Maybe he has some idle time. He'd like to come up and help us out. I'm sure he would. I'm hearing nothing but great things about the Powell family. It wouldn't surprise me. All right, let's do a break. We're talking to Joel Bartlett. Fastest hour in broadcasting. we got to go. We've got to do this break. We'll be right back. 32. Uh, welcome back. Uh, Joel Bartlett in the studio today to talk about the Thousand Islands uh, complex, sporting complex, uh, right there. Now, th let's just uh, let's pinpoint exactly where this is. We alluded to it earlier. But Route 3, as you go past, uh, obviously, all the malls, core on the left, uh, Walmart, Super, uh, Sam's Club on the right. Uh, 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 so then you go beyond that, and then Bosey's to the left-hand side of Route 3, and that, that property beyond that, which is right now cleared out and ready to go, there's a dirt road there, yep. that's where this is going. Exactly. That, you know, the road you see that's there is partially constructed. We've got to finish that up this summer. Right. Uh, it, you'll see you it's got a concrete entrance to it. Mm -hmm. uh, you take that road, and, and once you get past the uh, John Deere place, right. all of the property you see to the left, and all the property you see to the right for almost a mile back mm. will contain this. Yeah. So when this is, I don't want to call it an arena because it's bigger than our arena. It's bigger than the arena that you have, say, in a place like Glens Falls. It is a complex, and it's, that's why they call it multi-purpose. That's why they call it an event center. Event yes. center. So it could because be a, it hosts a, multi a multitude of events all at one time, if need be. So Charlie Capera can go in there and do a car show Certainly. and bring, invite all the other people uh, there, yep. uh, but not take up the whole facility. Because here's the thing. When you do an event at the, at the uh, fairgrounds, you are the only one there. That's and as big as that place is, yes. it's only big enough for one event, or you don't do it at all. Right. In this case, it's almost like a, a funeral in a busy town. You know, I don't know if you've been to a, a funeral. Sometimes there's five. You, you're walking into the wrong casket. <laughs> but in this case, you might have like a lacrosse match over here or something or other. And then you've got aquatics on the other side of the parking lot. So uh, there's a lot of things going. I keep on going back to, do we have enough hotel rooms if this gets, gets really successful? Or it, do they have the first bid, the developers here, uh, the, the coach himself? To build an adjacent uh, hotel next to the property, kind of like what Disney World did. That's an option that they have. 
Uh, like I said, there's a shortage of, of rooms. Yes, uh, there are. And this, this center is going to be requiring an additional 93,000 overnight stays. Wow. Other than what we have now. Right. Uh, 250 event days are planned for this. So that tells you the magnitude and the complexity in, the, in their scheduling. Right. And, and, and their model says, well, you could have a high school or collegiate wrestling championship here. And right. on the other end, have soccer and football. Right, right, right. And in the center, everybody can go upstairs to the restaurant and, and dines, full-service restaurant. They can they can watch their kids from over, overhead seat, so seating the, and, and the boxes. I can't, I can't wait to see more imagery of this. Where can people actually see the illustrations of this or uh, what it might look like? Or, for that matter, an existing building right now that it would resemble. There's not a building that would resemble here. Real? Okay. So is no. that unique, I guess, Joel? Yes, it, 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 incredible. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have, you know, I've, I've been working in my spare time. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to put together this web page. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've got the we've got the URL and all that all lined up. But I've got to get uh, some content put together. And I'm going to have some of our guy and our, and our gentleman friend in Buffalo do that. Mm-hmm. I think he's very good at it. He's adapted to designing web design and things sure. of that nature. Sure. But you know, like I said, we try to keep all the all the services that we need to get to this point and beyond mm-hmm. local if we can. And sure. it's sure. been successful. Let's take one perhaps one last call of the day. Hi, you're on the air. Okay, I'm back again, but just one quick one, Joel. You know, when we're talking about all these sports, everybody probably feels uh boy sports. But people they don't know about the thousands upon thousands sure. of girls that have the same thing that the boys do that will be in there. That's, Thanks, Joel. Yes, yeah. that's true. Thank yeah. you, Paul. Oh, I, I, you know what? I mean, you and I didn't mention it, but yeah, it's it's yeah. I mean, girls' sports is huge uh, at, at all levels, and we we have the M M&M and M girls uh, coming up the ranks, the new Powell brothers uh, family coming up. Uh, and, and in addition to that, obviously, we got uh, outstanding basketball programs. Even if they sucked, it's still a great place uh, to bring uh, boys or girls to and learn the game, whatever game you prefer. So, uh, uh, so Joel, you've been doing this for how long have you been uh, town supervisor now? Christ, I like to say Christ was a corporal when I uh, took my first step into So it's the been office. over 2,000 years. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> it feels like it. Yeah. Days like this, it sure does. And uh, it, it, you're not a betting man, Joel, but this is going to happen, it looks like. I don't bet. <laughs> I, I, but I, I, that's no, not I know to, it. to cast any negative aspersions sure. on it. But uh, if, if I was a betting man, I'd say yes. Without a doubt. Uh, and uh, I'm trying to save up enough money to make that one big bet. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. Well, and, and it, it's all going to come to fruition, that's for sure. Joel Bartlett, thank you for being with he, uh, here on the uh, Live at Five show here on a Monday, the 13th of March. Before you know it, it's going to be April, May, June. Groundbreaking July, August, somewhere thereabouts. I'd, I'd like to see, and from what I'm hearing, possibly late sp- this spring. Okay, so uh, that that's going to be open for business uh, in October of 24. Fantastic! Listen, we got nine seconds left, Joel. Thank you very much. Thank you, Joel. That's uh, Joel Bartlett. My uh, this was the Live at Five show here on AM 1240. Up next, of course, CBS, and uh, you guys have a good night. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Steel. I'm Wendy Gillette in New York. The federal government is taking action after Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank collapsed. CBS News correspondent Nicole D'Antonio reports. Sunday night, the Treasury Department